Welcome to the Jane L. Legacy Fund Creative Podcast. My name is Kat LeBlanc. I'm an arts administrator, music composer, musician, and filmmaker, and the founder of the Jane LeBlanc Legacy Fund. I started this podcast to shine a light on the creative community in New Brunswick and the people who support it. Join me as I talk to our fund sponsors, supporters, and award winners. The talent in this province is off the charts. Brittany, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. So, Britt, you shot your first feature, Still Your Song, this year and are now in post-production. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell us about your crowdfunding for the project before you shot it and how that went. Were you surprised by the level of support you received? Oh, absolutely. So you crowdfunded last February for a month. We just mostly used social media to try to spread it around. And um, we were lucky because we had the cast involved and a lot of the crew was involved. So we ended up getting a lot of support from their friends and family as well as ours. Um, But it was so humbling having people reach out to us and, you know, share our posts and people wrote really, really kind things about me and Kayla. And it's just, you know, the New Brunswick film community is just such a big warm hug. And so every day it was just, every time we got another donation, it was just absolutely amazing. You got a lot of support from people. I mean, people just came out of the the woodwork to to give you some dough to, to keep you going. A lot of them were people that we knew, but then it was we were getting like friends of friends of people involved. And, you know, we had people supporting us from BC and Ontario and Nova Scotia. And it was just, it it was absolutely incredible. And I'm very grateful for it because so far we've uh, been able to entirely fund the movie with money that we raised through the crowdfunding. So. So I assume Britt that you looked into other granting avenues for the project. We actually did apply for grants. We started applying for funding, I think, late 2021. And we spent a lot of 2022 as well applying for different funding. And it just didn't didn't work out for us. Um, But when I approached Kayla to be my producer in the fall of 2020, I said, look, I have this script and I'm going to apply for funding. But if I don't get it, I still want to do the project. And she said, I'm in no matter what. So we spent a lot of time reworking the budget and making tweaks and making changes and simplifying things um, as it progressed. And and as we realized we were going to have a smaller and smaller budget. Um, But we we both really loved the script and we loved the story. And we really felt that we would be able to do it with a smaller budget. And... um, it's it's funny looking back at it now and knowing, you know, how where we ended up. I don't feel like I had to sacrifice anything. I don't feel like I lost out on anything by not having a bigger budget. Um, the only thing I wish is that I could have paid everybody who worked on it because they gave so much of their time and so much of their energy and they basically gave me their entire summer. Um, 
you know, the actors couldn't cut their hair for six months. It was a big commitment. And so I wish I could have financially rewarded them for their work. But other than that, I don't, I don't think we, we had to compromise on anything. Could you tell our listeners a bit more about Kayla? Because she sounds amazing. Well, you are correct. Kayla is amazing. Um, I couldn't have even attempted to start this if I didn't have her. Um, Kayla's got a really diverse background. She went to UNB and did the, uh, I believe, the Media and Arts, Media Arts and Culture program. And I think she was the first person to graduate with a focus in film. So she's got experience that way. I mostly know her as an actor. She does a lot of work with Branch Out Productions and various other local theater things. Um, she was just recently in Elf, and she's going to be in Clue, which is coming out in early February. Um, and so also her and her husband have a media company where they do video editing and podcast editing and various post-production types of stuff. Um, so she's a very multi-talented person and she's just amazing. From from the very beginning, I told her, you know, people always give the credit to the writer and the director. And I said, I want this to be hers as much as it is mine. And I feel along the way, it very much was the two of us. Um, and I just like... I will be grateful to Kayla for the rest of my life because I would not even have been able to start this without her. I imagine you have a friend for life there too, because you got to know each other so well through the whole process. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're much better friends now than we were when we started. Yeah, I know. Uh, making a film, I mean, you, you're with people day in, day out. It, as we said in, in our first interview, you become like a family. You become so close to people. Oh, for sure. When it wrapped and I didn't have a, a reason to talk to her every day, it felt really weird. <laughs> I bet. So back to your post-production, how is it going? Have you been editing the film yourself or with a partner? Actually, I've been editing it with Kayla. And that's <laughs> that's one of the things that her and I make a really good team because the things that she's really good at are things that I don't have the experience with and the, and vice versa. So we really complete each other in a lot of ways. And she has the editing skills to, to do this. So I want to say we started in November and we've just been kind of chipping away at it. And we actually finished our rough cut earlier this week. And um, it's absolutely surreal seeing like we have a 90 minute movie and I, it, I almost don't know how we got there. Like it's, it's just been such a dream for so long that now that it's actually a real solid, tangible thing, it's, it's very strange, um, very amazing. And um, the plan now is to bring in someone to do the polish and, you know, take the, take some, some stuff off of Kayla's plate because she always has so much on her plate. Um, but the reason that we did that partly was because we wanted to have creative control and have the first pass over what the movie was going to look like. But also, because we are a low-budget film, we're trying to save some money as well. Uh, so I think uh, I think it was the right call, and I'm really happy with where we're at. That makes a lot of sense. So do you have your music composer and sound editor lined up 
And can you share something about them if you do? Not officially. Um, at Silverwave, we did a lot of networking and we met some people and we know a lot of people through our many years working in film and in, in, in uh, New Brunswick. So we've got people that we've talked to about it and people that have expressed interest, but nothing concrete yet. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything. Um, I do, <laughs> I do know for sure that uh, my, my, Dear husband, Rob Gemmel, is going to help out a little bit with some of the preliminary posts, sort of like what Kayla and I did with the picture edit. He's going to look at the sound edit and see if there's some stuff he can do so we don't have to hire someone to do. But uh, we anticipate that that's going to be a big part of our post budget is the sound design and the music. Mm, for sure. So as a musician and a composer, I'm really curious, do you have do you have an idea of the kind of music you want created that will flow through the film? Yeah. So this movie in particular, I mean, I've always said that your movie isn't a movie until there's music because it just breathes a whole nother layer of life and energy and story into it. Um, but with this movie in particular, it's the story of a band. So music is really important and so um, we're hoping to use a lot of local artists um, of the indie rock persuasion. Uh, so far, we've been in discussion with using songs from Colin Fowley, uh, The Westerberg Suicides, and Run the River. Um, they're all people that I have connections with outside of this film. And so it's, uh, you know, it was nice to have that sort of collaboration with them. Um, we're always looking for more collaborators. So if anyone out there is interested in collaborating, uh, we'd love to love to hear from you. Um, and then we really lucked out with the film because as the title of the film suggests, there is a song in the film, the titular song, if you will. And so um, our lead actor, Andrew Allen, is actually a singer-songwriter himself. And so he wrote two original songs for the film that we recorded live while we were filming the film. And both of them are just absolutely amazing. And I feel very, very lucky to, uh, to be working with him uh, because he wrote the songs from the perspective of the character. And so they, they fit so well with the story and they add so much to the characters and the story. And, you know, they give a really beautiful um, connection between the characters and uh, I'm really excited to share to share those songs with people it almost feels like he should be somehow connected to the music that you have composed for the film like if if only to maybe give his perspective or comment just because he's written two songs and there's certain um there's a, there's certain themes and and a flow that goes with what he's written so will you involve him in that, in that aspect? Oh, sure. I'll definitely talk to him about it. Um, we've, had, we've had discussions about the music, um, obviously, since the very beginning. Um, but yeah, I would love to have him involved. What would be your advice to someone else who wants to shoot their first feature on a low, no budget in New Brunswick? Well, first of all, I would say don't shoot an ensemble film with five <laughs> leads. Because that, that makes it very complicated. Um, 
yeah, jokes aside, they were incredible. Um, but it did make it more complicated having so many characters and so many moving parts. Um, so I have written and directed nine short films before this one. This is my 10th film. And so I thought I had a really good understanding of what it was going to take. And it was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. And I thought it was going to be hard. So um, the things that I would say, one, be have some experience under your belt. Don't start with a feature because they're, I, I mean, I say I did nine short films. I would highly recommend doing at least one short film beforehand just to get your, your feet wet. Keep it simple. Um, we had 14 locations and I think something like 16 people with speaking roles. And that feels like a lot. Um, so maybe try to streamline it, keep it simple. And then it's all just have a good producing partner and have a good team. You know, everybody, everybody that was involved worked so hard and they were so creative and talented and like, Every time you hear me talk about this film, I'm going to be talking about the the people that worked on it because they just they worked so hard and they gave so much of themselves to the project and I couldn't have done it without them. So make sure that you have a good team in place because things can things can go awry very quickly and when you have a good team, they will not only help you fix it, they will help you laugh about it and get through it when things are hard. That's really good advice. So Brittany, is there anything else you wanted to add? that happened on your production that you'd love for people to know? Um, let's see. I guess one thing to keep in mind is um, you can never rely on the weather. Um, we originally did our schedule based on the fact that the summer months are usually less likely to rain. So we did most of our outdoor shooting. We'd scheduled most of our outdoor shooting in August and then we had the rainiest August that I think we've ever had. So we ended up having to reschedule a lot of stuff because of the weather. Um, I have this, this video that I shared on my Instagram where we were filming all day. We took a break for supper and it absolutely poured the entire time we were having supper. And so we're all standing in this tent and there's just water running off the side of the tent. And then it stopped and then we finished our supper and went back to filming and it was beautiful and sunny again. So oh, wow. it was, it was a very, a very hard day, but it was, uh, we got some great stuff and I'm really, you know, really happy with how it all went, but yeah, the weather is never going to be your friend. And, uh, another thing I guess that I'll, I'll mention is the hardest thing, the hardest scene to get logistically, I think in the whole movie is there's a scene where, one actor walks out of an elevator while the other actor walks by. And you don't think that that's going to be complicated, but it took like half an hour to get a clean take of it because the elevator wasn't cooperating the way we wanted it to and things weren't lining up. And it was very funny. It's probably my favorite like outtake of the whole production, but uh, elevators are never your friend. They never do what you want them to. Now that you have viewed the film during editing, did the actors bring to the roles what you were hoping for? It is so much better than I could have ever hoped for. They are all brilliant. Um, I talked about this a little bit last time with the casting. And the thing, the thing about my casting process was I really felt that the actors that I picked for the roles 
really understood the characters. Um, so um, Caitlin Adair has this like incredible emotional depth about her performance and her character is a really complicated character and Caitlin really brings in the nuance and the subtlety to her performance and she's just absolutely brilliant to watch. Um, Andrew, uh, his character's name was Simon. He brought a vulnerability to the character that is not in the script and he made him a much more rounded, much more emotional character than, than I had imagined. And he's just wonderful to watch. Um, and then the other three actors, Esther, I was really impressed with their comedic timing. They are just very funny. And my movie can get a little heavy in places because it's mostly a drama. And Esther is always just hilarious every time they're on screen. And then Abby brings a sincerity to her role that is just she just understands this character through and through we laughed about it a lot where she would say oh this is just me and so her her performance is very authentic and very sincere and then my favorite thing about working with Rylan is he just has these impulses that he just acts on and he understands the character so well that he'll just do something and it's like that is exactly what that character would do in that moment and so he brings comedy to it but he also brings you know a seriousness to it as well and um he he plays my favorite character that I've ever written and he just brought like it's it's exactly what I wanted it to be and he just understood him so well and it was just magical to watch them all and then when you get all five of them in the room together those were always really long days because they couldn't stop laughing and couldn't stop talking with each other but the chemistry between the five of them was just just a joy it was just so fun that's amazing Britt I know uh when you were talking about advice for people doing their first feature I am I am just flabbergasted that you had that many locations that many actors I I do remember when you were taking out sound you needed a lot of labs and you needed you know more complicated sound setups I'm sure that was challenging but it sounds like the actors really brought it home. All of the actors in my film have been in theater before. I believe they've all been in branch out productions before, but they've all, they're all theater actors. So they have that commitment and dedication and they're, they're used to doing, you know, the whole show all at once. So they've got this, this commitment to the, to the acting. They've got this commitment to the art of acting that, I think is a really special thing. And so I absolutely love working with theater actors. Um, they, they just, they have a different kind of energy about the way that they perform. And it's, I don't know, I think it's really, really cool watching it translate into film. Brittany, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> 